Welcome back to the Beerly Football Podcast. It's about football with Beerly. I am your host, Zachary Smith. Joining me as always is Trevor Scott and Kerry Dempsey. How are we doing tonight, boys? <laughs> exactly, bro. Cold flip rock, dude. Okay. Um, is it really a rock, though? Could it be flat? A flat rock? Anyways, what are you guys drinking tonight, man? <laughs> so, I am drinking typical Zach stuff to start, okay? So, I have a Guinness Extra Stout here, because mm-hmm. um, I like dark beer. It's very good. I'm also getting into uh, a bottle of Proper 12, because I ha- I'm anticipating uh, a bit of an argument later. Uh, we're going to have a special guest on the show later, uh, but... Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm drinking tonight. If I finish my Guinness, uh, I'm going to go to a Modelo, so a little bit lighter than normal, but, you know, it is what it is. What are you drinking, Kerry? You know what? I moved up from Natty Light last week, and I'm on to the High Life this week. Oh my yes, God. I'm on the High Life. There was no I'm, other direction to go. I am <laughs> yeah, spending the big exactly. bucks this week. I'm going fancy. You heard it here, boys. That is definitely, definitely a step up. Uh, I, I took my trip back to Total Wine this week. Um, I actually thought about Zach while I was in there. I think about Zach a lot, <laughs> but too. I thought about who, you. Who doesn't? Extra hard while I was in Total Wine. Uh, went to the Stouts, saw something called Founders KBS, Kentucky Breakfast Stout. Yeah, had to pick it up, and it's pretty good. Not as good as KFC, but you know we might get there one day. One day. All right, so. We got a pretty jam-packed show for you guys today, so we're going to just go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, we're going to go over a recap of the games that happened last week uh, and, and everything interesting that happened in those games. So first off, starting off Thursday night football, we had Washington and the Giants. And uh, I tell you what, a lot more scoring than I expected. 29-30, to 30, Washington takes it down on the last... Last at the last second, but uh, what an exciting game. yeah! What an exciting game! It feels just like the Giants just can't quite get over the top. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington played well. well. Giants played well. Uh, just a fun game to watch. Uh, I actually got to watch it on an airplane, so that was cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Taylor Heineke played really good. Daniel Jones played really good. Uh, I was impressed by both teams. Honestly, I. I mean, the defense is kind of didn't didn't shine at all, which is surprising. Didn't live up to the hype. Yeah, but uh, yeah, everyone is predicting a low scoring game, and and if you pick the over in this one, you probably won quite a bit of money. But <laughs> yeah, Washington, big game from Taylor Heineke. You know, JD McKissick was finally playing like they expected JD McKissick to play at the start of the year um, after a pretty lackluster week one. Uh, just in terms of touches, but yeah, uh, it's really fun to watch. Daniel Jones almost a hundred yards on the ground. Yeah, so shut up, my boy is back. Told <laughs> you all year. The Daniel was... Jones fan club has spoken. Yeah, Daniel Jones fan club has spoken. But yeah, Washington one... take it down. I think that they. Good, good. I think with Taylor Heineke at the helm, I think they're they're trouble in that division. I think they're going to be good this year. I can see it. Defense has been a bit shaky early on, though. Yeah, that's what's been surprising to me. I expected their defense to come out and play much better than they have. Now, granted, uh, the Giants' offense has actually been pretty decent so far this year. So, like, 
you know, maybe it's just the Giants are pretty good on offense comparative to last year. Um, but, I mean, it just... They can't run and they can't throw, so... The Giants? Yeah. I yeah. mean, they did a lot of both. <laughs> Have you watched them? Yeah, I did watch the game. What? Yeah. I mean, Denver is a different story. Denver's a just stacked mm. defense. But, mm. um, oh. but they looked really good. Both teams looked really good. It was a fun game to watch. Um, if every NFL game was like that, the league would be so great. But unfortunately, it's not. Um, next up, we had the the Bengals taking on the Bears. What did you think about that game, Trevor? Anything interesting happen? Uh, yeah, it was not at all what I expected. The Bears' defense looked as good as they did two, three years ago. Uh, Joey B was pretty pretty uncharacteristic i think uh in his first 315 300 something pass attempts he only threw five interceptions and then he threw three straight in this game he didn't look good at all uh the o-line didn't look good at all uh mixon never got got it going on the ground but the bears defense looked great uh justin fields got to play a little bit he didn't look quite ready but um it was good to see him out there but yeah both teams one and one now, so yeah. Yeah. Okay, but here's the question: What do they expect when they won't upgrade the offensive line? It looks just as bad as it did last year. Yeah, it's just showing they should have taken. I don't know why they took Chase over Sewell. Yeah, this line they're never Burrow's never going to have a chance to succeed with a bad O line every year. Yeah, I think they just wanted to wait a year to address it. I think they thought that connection was special enough, which I mean, it's. It showed a lot of promise, but uh, but it doesn't matter if you can't get the ball out. Yeah, That's exactly. True. Um, one of the things uh, I can't remember who said the quote, but basically that uh, Bengals head coach like you're gonna kill Joe Burrow out there if you keep him behind that O line, and him starting his first two two years behind this O line, it's pretty rough. Um, I wouldn't w- I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> Having having that O line protect me because that's pretty that's pretty bad uh, protection. Uh, but uh, Bears ended up taking it down. Uh, next game we're moving on to Texans against the Browns. Uh, who had who who? What did you guys think of that one? It was it was close early on when Tyrod was in the game. Tyrod looked great early on, but once Tyrod left and the injuries pretty much over, you know. Baker just focused on the run game all game. I think he was finished about like nineteen to twenty one, very accurate. Yep. Um, but Texans held into it once I think once Tyrod left the momentum shifted. Davis Mills did have one good drive, but otherwise he looked pretty overwhelmed in his debut. And I think it's uh Tyrod was actually placed on IR today, so it's gonna be Mills starting for the near future. And I think that's really gonna hurt this Texans team. Tyrod looked really good yeah. in his first game first- half. First, yeah, first game and a half looked great. Yeah, he kept them competitive, and I think Mills, you know, he's a project. Maybe he has a career in the NFL, but at least right now he's definitely not ready, and I think it's just going to be a rough couple games here for the Texans. And now we're but, probably talking about Tyrod as the most unlucky NFL quarterback in NFL history. <laughs> yeah, he's lasted, what, two and a half games in two years? Yeah. Uh, rough, got stabbed in the lung last year. By a Chargers medical staff, gets hurt his second game after taking the Texans to one and zero. Yeah, tough, tough, 
tough uh, career for Tyrod. Um, un- unfortunate to see him go down. I was excited for him this year. Next, we have the Rams at the Colts. What did you guys think of that one? That was another good one early on. Rams, kind of quiet, but Colts kept intact most of the game. They held in there. It was a pretty much even fight. Uh, Stafford had a really good connection with Cooper Cup the whole entire game. Um, Colts just couldn't finish in the red zone pretty much. That was their whole problem. They had no problem moving the ball, but just couldn't finish. Mm-hmm. Defense held Stafford early on. They had early interception, but they weren't able to hold in the end. And they had to the last chance, but then Carson Wentz ended up leaving the game with an injury. Jacob Esong came in through a big pick. Jalen Ramsey picked him off. But it was a close game. Again, Colts have a really hard schedule early on, so I didn't expect them to do well. But if Wentz is going to be out a couple weeks, do we could see, be a rough start without do Esong. Think, do you think maybe we see uh, Jake Ellinger? Uh, he's still on. He's still uh, hurt for ah, how long? It's another week or two. Damn it. He's still out. <laughs> I want to see Rams. him with some significant playing time. That's good for me. <laughs> That's good for you. Right? for me is a certain offensive lineman. Looks pretty good so far. Yeah, it's pretty healthy. Left. But Rams looking good, though. Rams, I think, are going to be real contenders in the NFC West. Yeah. They've, they've looked good early you on. need to search for satisfying videos. Just unravel your cinnamon. They don't look as, as great as everybody overhyped them to be after week one. They killed but, the Bears. Week three of the huh? NFL begins. They on killed Thursday. the Bears. They didn't look as great last week, but I mean, you're obviously going to have off weeks here and there, and they still took out the W. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next up, we have uh, the Bills at the Dolphins. Tua goes down, and uh, the Bills absolutely roll uh, past the Dolphins, thirty-five nothing. Um, Bill's looking back to the form that they were looking at last season, um, back to what we'd expect out of a, out of this Bill's team, as opposed to what we saw week one, lots of mistakes, um, and just turnovers week one. I get the pit defense is very, very good, but, um, yeah, they, they were, they look good in that game. Really, really good. What are your thoughts on uh, Josh Allen? You know, he didn't have the best game either week two. You think he's still going to bounce back after a couple rough starts over the year? Yeah, I think uh, so. I think Josh Allen, you know, he's he's got all this hype around him now. He's got to live up to a big contract and prove to everybody that he's worth it. Um, so Almost of, MVP. Yeah. Now they want to see him win it. Yep. Uh, so I, I think uh, – He's just trying to settle in to the kind of responsibility now that he has on his shoulders. And I think if he does that, he'll be absolutely fine. He has no help on the ground. Yeah, man. absolutely no help. It's, I it's mean, kind they, of embarrassing, honestly. They look better game. this week, but I, I wasn't buying it. The O-line didn't look much better. But You guys have any faith in the Dolphins with Jacoby Brissett as QB1? No. Maybe. Not a lot. Um, I, I think he's a better quarterback, honestly. Than I mean, Tua? It, than Tua, yeah. It really, it really doesn't matter with how bad their O-line is. Yeah. That, you know, quarterback's going to do well. I think that Jacoby Brissett's a better quarterback than Tua Tagovailoa. Still? Yeah. Still do. I guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. Um, yeah. So, big win for the Bills going on. Patriots. 
playing the Jets. Uh, what'd you guys think of that game? Zach Wilson looked amazing. He was seeing ghosts. Sam Darnold 2.0. Man. Dude, he made the Jets look like complete idiots after this game. After Sam Darnold was tearing up in New Orleans. Amazing. I mean, Again. The, the first two picks for Wilson weren't all his fault. Tip, tip pass, but his last two were just awful. I mean, the last sword, one, as of right now, is the worst interception of the year. Until something else tops that. Jameis was close with that little spin-out one he had, but Zach's wasn't even close, man. Four picks, he was awful. Patriots, I mean, they didn't have to – Mac didn't have to do anything in offense. They just ran the ball, ran out the clock. Jets, do Bill does what do you do best. No turnovers, let the other team screw themselves over, and that's what the Jets did. And I actually saw a comment. Chad Pennington still thinks that Zach Wilson is the future and he's going to be a great QB. So we'll see about that, Chad. Who the, who the, who the hell is Chad? Chad Pennington, sir. The old quarterback. Oh. The trash, the trash Jets quarterback from 2000s. <laughs> he also uh, played for the Dolphins. Yeah. Not a great career, so no. <laughs> I didn't go off of his opinion that much. But <laughs> uh, Next up, we had the Niners at the Eagles. Uh, Niners taking it down 17-11. to What did you guys think about that game? Oh, man, I, I really expected the Eagles to come out and just shock us like they did last week, and they did at the beginning. Hurts connecting for that 91-yard touchdown. They looked electric. They looked like they might be able to win, but offense never really got it going after that, only scoring 11 points. Uh, the Niners didn't look great right away. Uh, Jimmy didn't look too sharp out of the gate. Finished with a, a good game, good enough game. It's like a game-managing game, just like Kerry says he is, but... uh Definitely, if he keeps struggling, starting out slow, we could definitely see Lance sometime. But, um, yeah, I thought this game would have been a lot more entertaining. But Again, that week six bye is coming up fast. So. Mm-hmm. 2-0 for the Niners, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think this Sunday will be a big game for Jimmy going against the Packers. I think this will be kind of a prove it. You know, he yeah. didn't see if he really Lions. has. Lions week one, not a great team. Week two, Eagles. Not really big contest either, but the Packers are going to be a big place for him to show whether he'll be, he'll be at least for the season, UB1. Yeah. Yeah. Whether he can win a playoff game. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, next up, we had the Raiders playing the Steelers at home. Uh, the Raiders taking it down 26-17. Derek Carr again looking like a superstar quarterback. 382 yards, two touchdowns. I tell you what, the Raiders are surprising me this year. I didn't think they'd be this good. They go on the road against a really good Steelers defense, put up 26. Derek Carr has 382 passing yards. Derek Carr is looking like the quarterback everyone expected him to be uh, after a great start to his career. Yeah, he looked good early on. They got a good pass rush. This Raiders team could be legit. He's right up there in the MVP race. If he's I mean, not... Number one, he's number two. Yeah, he's he's playing great right now. Uh, I mean, I think the Der- the Derek, uh, I mean the TJ Watt injury was also a big factor in that game too. Yeah, but yeah, he's right. a game wrecker. But they've done their own. They got they capitalized. They're looking good. Yeah, the Raiders are surprising me this year. I'm, I'm very impressed by them. Uh, next up, we got the Saints at the Panthers. Panthers start out two and zero, beating the Saints twenty six to seven. 
Panthers now the biggest challenger to the Bucks in the NFC South? In the South, absolutely. When you got Sam Darnold and Joe Brady working together, <laughs> cooking up, man. <laughs> 305 yards, two touchdowns, come on. He had a great first half again, looked amazing. Uh, settled down in the second half, ran the clock out. Jameis did not help his team at all. Uh, we got to see a little Taysom in there. Didn't throw any passes, but we got to see him a couple times. Jameis, 11 for 22, 111 yards and two interceptions. Yeah. Can't keep doing that or we will be seeing Taysom very, very soon. But, yeah, yeah. Panthers, they've done their job two weeks in a row. I, that that Panther defense is legit. They're yeah. going to be good. They're good. Oh, yeah. This really this good. week versus the Texans, that's a must start versus Davis. Yeah, Mills. yeah, I think uh, Panthers defense is a must start. Um, Texans defense is actually playing better than expected, um, so I don't know whether you start Sam Darnold or, or any of those receivers, but definitely a must start for the Panthers defense against. Davis Trust Mills. me, you start Sam Darnold. Trust <laughs> me. Honestly, the only reason I wouldn't start him is because. I'm expecting a pick six or two, and I think that game's going to be over quickly. Ah. Yeah. That's my only reason I wouldn't start Sam versus Houston. Okay. We'll see about that. All right. Next up we had my Jaguars at home against the Broncos. Looked good early on, you know, scored a touchdown. When? Early on. <laughs> First quarter. <laughs> and you then mean was- when they, like, Kicked off the ball and that was it. Yeah, yeah. They look good. All their jerseys were clean. <laughs> yeah, Trevor Lawrence hair. Yeah, you were right though, Zach. You called that two interceptions. He said you think he'd have two interceptions. He had two picks. Yep. Yeah. Good so, call. Good yeah, take. I said under two. I said under two and a half. I said you probably have two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zach. this Jaguars team. I just, uh, I just don't understand. Zach, don't understand. why do they? Hate- why do they hate James Robinson so much? I don't know. Like, it's kind of – it, honestly, at this point, it's pissing me off, okay? You, you As a, a Jaguars fan? <laughs> you have a, like, almost all-pro rookie, right? Coming back for his second year, and you're running Carlos Hyde and – Carlos Hyde, baby. Oh, my God. Like, and how many Meyer, get your oh, shit together. I'm fucking sick of it. As a Jags many- fan, I'm fucking sick of it. I'm sitting here wearing a Jags jersey for the podcast, and I'm sick of all the bullshit coming out of the Jaguars' offense. It's it's atrocious. We went up 13 against the Broncos. We almost did nothing against Houston until the fourth quarter when the game was already over. I mean, it's just it's awful. And and how many throws did Lawrence thrown in two games? It's been like what eight total? A yeah, lot. he's thrown like almost. He's thrown every down almost. And they refuse to put James Robinson in the game, take some pressure off the rookie quarterback who's going into a tough situation already against a really good Broncos team. You're not going to run the ball. It makes no sense to me. And do you see the the Jaguars actually apologized on Twitter to the fans for their performance for two games? Did they really? (laughs) I didn't see that. Uh, Apology not fucking (laughs) accepted. How about that? And another another question. Do you think this team was better off last year? Would this team be better off with Gardner Minshew right now? Yeah. No? no? Not with Urban Meyer at the helm, no. I think so. I don't think he'd have five interceptions by now. I don't think Golden Boy is ready. I think he might. I think he might. You know why? Because okay. Gardner Minshew last year wasn't throwing 40 times a fucking game. True. 
But people are. I they mean, were running the ball with a really good running back. I'll give Lawrence this. People, I mean, people are so quick to throw off a QB as a bust now. I mean, Peyton Manning was awful his first season. Like, people are so quick so to give that bust to people. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of now in the era now. It's you know, like perform first season, you're a bust. Yeah, but so I, it's it's just it. such a pitiful, pitiful offensive play call. I don't know who the offensive coordinator is there, but holy cow, I feel like. If I did no research on the defense, I could do a better job calling plays than that. Oh, my God. All right. Moving on. <laughs> we got the Vikings at the Cardinals. Cardinals take it down in a nail-biter, 33-34. What you guys think about this game? It was an offensive battle. Yeah. You know, the Kyler looked great. He had a couple bad picks, but overall he looked like an MVP out there. Um, the Vikings offense looked great. You know, Dalvin Cook looked great. Kirk Cousins made some huge throws. Um, it was really to come down who scores at the end. And, you know, if the Vikings kicker didn't miss it at the end, they were going to take that home. So is that really... a curse now? Like ever since much... Blair Walsh missed that kick in that playoff game. Yeah, Vikings have a terrible luck with their kickers. I yeah. mean, you people hate on Kirk Cousins. You know, they blame everything on him. But, I mean, it, he played great. This game wasn't on him. I think Mike Stimmers, though, on his way out, a rough 0-2 start on two both winnable games. You know, they lost the Bengals game in overtime. Yeah. This game was winnable, too. I mean, they're very close to being 2-0. I yeah. think it's just Mike Zimmers should be done sooner or later. Literally but two points for being 2-0. <laughs> yeah. But Kyler looking like an MVP early on. He's playing great. Yeah, he is playing really well. 400 yards passing, three touchdowns. That's uh, That's MVP numbers right there. I know he had the picks, but 400 yards, <laughs> that's, that's doing still work right there. That's doing yeah. work. All right, moving on. We got the Falcons at the Bucks. The Falcons are the Falcons, and the Bucks are the Bucks. Oh, so the Bucks it was a Bucks. blowout. 48-25 at home for the Buccaneers. What did you guys think about that game? Two tutties for Gronk. Brady looks like an MVP as well. They got the fountain of youth in Tampa, man. They were doing anything they wanted to on offense. So I think uh, it's Falcons. safe to say start Gronk no matter what right now. I actually hey, got a trade offer getting Gronk in the deal today. I've been thinking about it. It is uh it's Gronk and Kareem Hunt for Saquon Barkley. So that's something that's been on my mind. I have Hawkinson in that league, so I don't know if you yeah, need Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's worth getting rid of Saquon, who's coming back yeah. soon, full health. So, but, but yeah, better. but yeah, Gronk's been great through two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm picking and, him in yeah. every DraftKings game for sure. <laughs> what's What's your thoughts on the official Kyle Pitts stock watch early on after his best games, bro? Uh, he looked okay. Offense. Looked a little better starting off this game. They kept it competitive with the Bucks until, until those turnovers, those yeah. plays on special teams. But, uh, yeah, 73 yards on five catches. Uh, hopefully he just keeps going up. It's a, it's a good game for a rookie yeah. against a, a great defense. So. Yeah. I mean, the one thing the one thing about the Bucks that I've noticed so far this year is that their secondary is kind of lackluster. Um, their front seven is... I think, unarguably, the best in the league. You're not running the ball on those guys. But their secondary has a, has some weaknesses that, I mean, obviously we saw exploited against the Cowboys. Um, where, I mean, Dak almost did whatever he wanted 
um, in the pocket against the Bucks. Now, it wasn't enough to get the W, but they played extremely well. Um, you know, 25 points for the Falcons, that's going to be close to a season high for them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Falcons are bad. They're horrible. So, um, Bucks continue to roll. Uh, moving on to actually talking about the Cowboys. Speak of the devil and he shall appear. Cowboys going to L.A. to take on the Chargers. Um, they, they, look, they look down that one. Yeah. McCarthy had some bad time management. Cowboys just looked okay the rest of the game. Herbert had Herbert looked good, but a couple big interceptions, including one in the red zone. I mean, just and then Greg the leg after a rough week last week bounced back with a big field goal to win the game. Yeah. could have gone either way. Um, I know a lot of people weren't happy with the refs, but Cowboys picked up the first win of the year. Chargers were pretty close to win number two, but both teams look good. I think both to be contenders this year. Yeah, they're they both look pretty good. Um, the Cowboys in Washington is going to be a fun game to watch when that comes up. Um, I think both times this year. I think Heineke's playing really well. And obviously Dak, I think he looks very good as well. Um, so I'm excited to watch that division in terms of the top of that division. But uh, I, And you have the Eagles right there as well. So it's going to be fun. That's actually going to be a pretty good race uh, for the NFC East title. Yeah. Next up we have... A very confusing game. That's how I would describe it. Chiefs at the Ravens. Ravens taking it down 36-35. What do you guys think about that one? What are you confused about, man? Is Lamar top five or is he top three? Because that's what I'm five running back. (laughs) That's the only thing I'm confused about. Yeah, he's a great running back. You know, it's always good when a team can lock down a really good running back for, you know, uh, a long time. Um, and he's and just I continued that. He's he's continued to do do good output on the ground for them. You know, sixteen carries, one hundred seven yards, two touchdowns. I mean, that's exactly what you expect out of a lead back for an NFL football. Exactly, mm-hmm. Trevor. He's a running back playing quarterback that can throw seventy percent in the air. He's a great one at that, but mm-hmm. he is a running back. Okay, so you're mad at him for running for two he's, touchdowns, one hundred yards, and throwing seventy percent. 18 for 26. That's that's close to 70%. He's a running back. He does it extremely a well. Running, what, what what running back throws 70% against... Uh, Dude, did, he's basically Muhammad Well, listen, Sanu listen, listen, back. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. Listen. Muhammad You're talking Sanu. about how great of a quarterback he is. He, has a, he did not have what? a good touchdown to interception ratio. Trevor, what Passing. did he do with his arm? He had a couple of throws. He's, he's a game changer on the ground. Yep. But with his... But with his arm, what does he do better than a lot of other QBs? Tell me that. When? Yeah. Whenever. No. W I N, not W H E N. W I N. This guy. <laughs> yeah, he wins, dude. Okay. He can run. Okay, okay Trevor, I want to ask you okay. a legitimate question here. I want to ask you a serious question. Okay. I got a question for y'all too. If okay, Lamar could not run, would he be a good quarterback? No, that's the question. Probably not. He'd probably be a backup. You think he'd be in the NFL? Yeah, I think he would be a backup. Okay. I disagree, I mean, but I don't, I, don't, I don't think he'd be in the NFL if he wasn't as talented on his feet. Okay, how many how many guys would have won that game besides Lamar in the NFL? Any quarterback that could throw the ball and come behind from 10 points? With that receiving core? Yeah. Really? 
I think mm-hmm. you're greatly underestimating the receiver also, core. Wait, and the wait, fact wait, that he doesn't wait, spread wait, the ball wait, around wait, at all wait, either. Wait, wait, wait. Also, who, who really won that game? Was it A, Patrick Mahomes' terrible interception, B, Halar's terrible fumble? If he didn't fumble, that game was over. Like, why are we praising Lamar when it was really Hilaire's group that cost that game? Okay, okay. So Mahomes, 36 points. Terrible what? So the Ravens scored 36 points, but the most important part of that game was a, a five, that's what made them score 36 points was the fumble. Was that game over if he didn't fumble? Okay, yeah. is the game over if Lamar only throws zero interceptions instead of two? What? He should have thrown three, by the way, that if... Okay, Clyde should have fumbled twice. What what are we what are we doing here, man? Hey, if I'm just saying that game was over, he didn't fumble. And if and well, the game's over the now and the, the Ravens won. And it's week two. Listen, man. He looked Hey, I, no one else I will give no one else can do what he does. Yeah. Okay, that makes him a good quarterback. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's be careful about that. Let's be careful about that. I think if you put Heinz Ward behind center, I think he would have been the exact same quarterback. He's not going seventy percent. Prime time against Patrick Mahomes, baby. Against a bad Chiefs defense, yeah. Yeah, that that defense is bad. Yeah, well, it's no no disregard to Lamar there. That's a bad defense. You beat him. Two hundred forty yards on seventy percent. I'll take it. Two interceptions. Kyler threw. He said Kyler threw. He threw a couple interceptions, but he still looked like MVP form. Okay. Yeah, he also threw for four hundred yards. 400 huh? yards. That's th- – Trevor, if he has four of those games, that's more yards than Lamar is going to throw for all year. How many did Lamar okay, throw he had the last 400 year? yards. Yeah. Lamar had 348 – six. No, he had like 200. He had 239. 239 <laughs> plus 107 on the ground. And how many are within five-yard passes that freaking – Okay, but when you say – when you say – when you say – no one else can do what he does. On the ground, yes. That makes him a good quarterback. He is. He's top 10 but because of his running skills, not because of his passing throw. Thrills. I whatever. agree with Kerry. I don't say that very often. Exactly. He I... agrees with me. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Last game up, we had the Lions at the Packers. Packers looking to bounce back, and they did in big-time fashion. Uh, I want to do a quick apology real quick to uh, the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers uh, in our fantasy league. I had Aaron Jones. I was down by 40 points, and Aaron Jones had 41. Jeez. <laughs> so that was uh, – that was uh, I, I posted on our uh, chat board. I said, I am so sorry because <laughs> I thought I had lost that game, but Aaron Jones had a big one. Um, on the ground and through the air. Um, Packers looked incredible in the second half. Uh, first half, Lions had the lead at halftime, and they just yeah, came out Goff and did absolutely Goff. nothing. Goff looked really good in that first half, and then I guess he remembered he was Jared Goff in the second half. But <laughs> I've been saying for years, Jared Goff is overrated. I don't He's think... Not- I think he's a little underrated. A You're little. insane. I don't. I don't. Zach, who's over? I don't think anyone's overrated him since that second, that big year he had. I feel like. I mean, people. People kind of say he's one of the worst starters in the league. He's not a great starter, but he's a serviceable. 
his numbers are pretty good. I mean, he kept them competitive, obviously, in a bad half. But People were saying this... when the trade happened that that uh, the Rams were getting cheated because... because Zach, who Jared... are you listening to? The... Oh, my God. Show me proof of that. Do I Jared actually, you actually want me to look up to proof? Jared Please do, right Dawson. now. I think Stafford is definitely a step up, but no, I don't think it's as big of a step as some people made it seem. And I don't think Goff's in a really position to succeed here. I think they're kind of setting him up to lose so they can, you know, obviously he doesn't have I think have he could still get better. Like, still he get consistent. He's a great line. He's a good tight end. But just He needs a better receiving core. But yeah, I think I, mean, I agree with that. I don't think this Lions team is as bad as people thought. They're going to be competitive. I don't think they're going to win a lot of games. But, you know, I think they're going to stay competitive with Dan Campbell, and they're not an awful team to watch. You know, I mean, they put up a good fight in that first half. I mean, if you just watch that first half, the Lions could have won that game. I mean, obviously, go out the second half, you can see, oh, this is the Detroit Lions team that chokes every year. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was a bad second half for that whole team. Allowed 21 unanswered points since halftime and lose 35-17 on the road. But, uh, you know, uh, do you guys want to know who uh, who won the, the pick'em? Why not? Do you guys have Probably a guess? Do you, do you guys have a guess? Zachary um, Well... What was Kerry? Two games behind me, and you were one game behind me last he week. He was he was one game behind you. I was two games back. Mm, I'm gonna say Kerry. I'm gonna say me and Kerry are tied. Okay. Wait, are we saying uh, just week two or both of them combined? You can do both. Overall, more, you can do overall or uh, just. I say two. Zach one. Zach one week two. Trevor still on head overall. I'll say Kerry one, and me and Kerry are tied. Okay, so Carrie. So first off, everyone had a winning record this week in the pick'em. Everyone had a winning record. So you know, claps for everybody. Good job. Good um, job, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Trevor both went eleven and five. Oh, I'm just warming up too, bro. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> and Carrie went nine and seven. Yeah, Good man. Job, how we do in the ghetto <laughs> so carrie improved uh by one game trevor improved by two games i improved by four games um but trevor's in the lead now? 20 and 12 in the pick em. i'm at Ooh. 18 and 14 two games back okay. carrie's at 17 and 15 three games back it's early <laughs> but uh yeah uh trevor's currently in the lead and since he's in the lead, he's going to go ahead and start us off. Carolina at Houston. Who you got, Trevor? You know who I got, man. I got Sam Darnold. Okay. Cardinals, big time. Davis Mills, get some sleep, buddy. You're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go next. I'm I'm taking Carolina as well. I'm uh, three and oh. Three and I'm, oh. I'm not currently on the Sam Darnold train yet, but I'm warming up to it. So. Okay. Who you got, Kerry? I'm just going to say the Panthers have had, like, the easiest start of the season. Of I knew season. you were going to say that, dude. <laughs> they played the Jets. They played the Saints, who half of their coaching staff was out with COVID. 
Then they're playing the Texans, who was starting a third-round rookie quarterback. Is that hard? No. Cow Panthers easily take that game. Okay. There's no, there's no way Davis Mills is going to do anything against that defense. All right. Next up, we got the Washington football team at the Buffalo Bills. Who you got, Kerry? That's my first ballsy play of the week. Taylor Heineke shows up to Buffalo, and he shows those stupid Buffalo Bills fans and their tables how to win. <laughs> football team is back, baby. So, Kerry's going with the football team. Who you got, Trevor? I'm actually going mm, – man, I want to go with Washington here. You're supposed to trust your gut. Sorry, Buffalo. I'm, I'm going Washington. I like right. that, Trevor. I like that. Uh, I'm going with Buffalo because I believe in Josh Allen and I believe in the Buffalo Bills. Um, they played really, really well this week. Um, even though, you know, not playing uh, a great team in the Dolphins, uh, especially having to deal with who they thought their starter was coming into the game. Uh, but uh, a shutout against the Dolphins um, really, really brings their stock up for me. So I'm going, I'm taking the Bills at home. Um, against Washington. Next up, we got Chicago at Cleveland. Who you got, Trevor? Cleveland. Cleveland? Yeah, that quarterback situation in Chicago is not looking good. Brown's going to control that game, I think, all game. All right. Kerry? I'm going Cleveland, too. I really don't. Pretty much. I just don't have faith in that Chicago offense at all. Uh, and I'm right with you guys. I, I, I just don't believe in the Chicago Bears. Uh, I'm taking uh, Cleveland all the way. I think it's just a more competitive. Think we see OBJ this week? Huh? Think we see OBJ this week? Maybe. I don't know. Jarvis Landry is out, so. I are, actually. Yeah. So uh, it certainly wouldn't hurt to have him back. <laughs> but uh so we're all going with Cleveland. Next up we got the Baltimore Ravens traveling to Detroit to take on the Lions. Who you got, Kerry? I wanna like go crazy and say the Lions, but you know, I think Lamar's gonna eat that trash defense, so I'm going Ravens. Alright. Trevor? Going Ravens too, man. Field day for Lamar. Thirty four fantasy points. Thirty four. Thirty six. I feel like the game would be over by halftime, so I don't know. <laughs> Trace McSorley sighting? He's not even on the team, bud. Yeah, yeah I have no idea who their backup is. It's uh, Huntley. Is it really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm also taking Baltimore, uh, even though I don't think Lamar's a great quarterback. I think he's a great athlete, and I think he's too much of an athlete for that uh, Detroit defense. So I'm, I'm taking Baltimore on the road uh next up we've got the chargers at the chiefs who you guys taking oh chiefs yeah that's their division they're gonna beat up on them all right carrie yeah i think if they lost last week they're gonna bounce back i think chargers put up a good fight but i think it's the chiefs coming out victorious all right i'm also gonna go with the chiefs um I think, again, just like Kerry said, I think it's going to be a closed game, but I think ultimately it comes down to last drive. Patrick Mahomes just driving the ball down the field. Chiefs can't stop him. 
and uh, Kansas City wins that one uh, at home. Moving on, we got New Orleans at New England. Uh, who who are you taking, Kerry? I am taking the Patriots, and I am not starting Jameis Winston in this one. I am not starting Marcus Callaway. Patriots defense has been solid this year. Um, Jameis has shown he struggles against good defenses, and I think Bill Belichick is going to take advantage of that. I'd expect multiple picks for Winston, and I'm going Patriots. All right, Trevor? Uh, I'm going Pats as well. Um, I like what Kerry said about uh, pumping the brakes, keep uh, Jameis on the bench in fantasy. I actually have him in fantasy. Drafted him as a joke. I started in week one when he had the, the huge game, five touchdowns. But, um, yeah, I was able to pick up Sam Darnold this week. <laughs> Surprised that I didn't already have him on my team. But, yeah, he will, will definitely be getting a start over Jameis this week. Yeah, I got the Pats. I got the Pats. All right. Uh, I'm going with New Orleans. Um, I think you are greatly overestimating that Patriots defense considering the first two opponents that they played, a really mediocre Miami offense and a horrible New York Jets offense. Uh, I think that New Orleans is going to win this game on the road. Um, Have you watched Mr. Crableg's play? (laughs) Yes, I have. I'm going to eat a W. Interception. (laughs) (laughs) Well... He he was back to his antics. Yeah. He was back to his Tampa antics. He threw five oh touchdowns week one. He's so inconsistent. Like those two. Yep. He so he so had a bad game. One. I'm expecting a good one next week. Those throws. It's like he didn't even look. He just tosses them off. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> All right. Next up, we have the Falcons at the Giants. Who you got, Trevor? Oh, I got the Giants. They've. They've come close in a lot of games. I think they'll be able to to shut the door on Atlanta in that inconsistent offense. I think the Giants' defense will capitalize and be able to take this one. All right, Kerry. I'm going to the Giants as well. I don't. I don't know. It could go either going way. I like the Giants, but they're. I know they always seem to shoot themselves in the foot at Plaxiburus, but. Um, actually, Zach, leg, I think we should. I think we should start Daniel Jones this week. That's a good matchup against Atlanta in the yearly yeah. sleep. Um, after a good week last week, but I think the Giants pulled this one out barely. Uh, I'm going with the Giants, but uh, I'm going to disagree with you on barely. I think the Giants roll at home against a really poor Atlanta team um, that just can't find an identity offensively and are horrible defensively. I think that the Giants are going to score a lot of points and keep Atlanta in check pretty well. Uh, Big week for Saquon? Um, Yeah. Keep him on the team? Don't trade him? I say keep him on the team. I think it's a little early to do some first-round running back trades. Yeah. But but I'm taking the Giants at home big. Next up, Cincinnati Bengals travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Who you got, Kerry? This is a tough one. It, for me, it kind of depends on if Watt plays or not. Mm-hmm. But um, just how bad the Bengals' O-line is, I think the Steelers are going to get pressure to him, and I think the Steelers pull out this game. I mean, Burrow show, showed he struggles when he gets pressure, and I think it's going to just end up being the Steelers taking this one. All right, Trevor? Uh, yeah, this is a tough one for me as well, but um, 
and also TJ Watt. That's a big, you know, that's a big weight swing in. But uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers as well. Uh, Bengals look bad. They're going to be pressuring. They're going to be getting after Burrow. And bad throws last week, I got the Steelers. And a close one. Very similar game to the Bears game. I am also taking the Steelers. I think that that Cincinnati O-line... Again, will get exposed. I think it's less of an it's less of Burrow struggles when that O line uh, plays against a good front four. Uh, I think it's more of that O line doesn't exist when they play against a good front four. So there's not much Joe Burrow can do. And I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers take this. Uh, I'm going to say by double digits. I don't think it's going to be that close. Um, but uh, I'm going with this, the Steelers offense. Yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm still taking the Steelers. Um, next up, Arizona Cardinals are going to travel to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Who are you guys going with? Not yeah, the Jags, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's not really the question. Yeah. Oh, I'm playing Kyler in fantasy this week, playing against him. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm also – I got I, – Listen, I'm going to pick against my Jags until they prove to me that they can win a game or even play good because uh, we just looked horrible. That's going to be that's gonna be a while, bud. Yeah. It'll be a few weeks, yeah. Sacks on Jags strike. Yep. Uh, in terms of pick them anyway, I'm still going to wear their jerseys and, and root for them, but uh, I'm going to pick against them until they can prove to me that they can win or even play decent. Uh, next up, we have the Jets traveling to Denver. Who are you taking, yeah. Kerry? Who are you? You didn't even ask me my Jags pick. You said, you said Arizona. I never said that. You okay, liar. You're taking the Jags. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but start Christian Kirk. Start Rondale Moore. Start DeAndre Hopkins. Start Chase Edmonds. Start Kyler Murray. Start all that offense. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. So the Jets going to Denver to take on the Broncos. Who are you going with, uh, Kerry? Yeah, I'm going to Denver again. Zach Wilson shows he can't play against good defenses, and it's going to be the same thing again at Denver. Their their defense is going to eat him alive. Yeah, Broncos' defense is going to control this game. Broncos' time of possession, especially with a guy like Teddy, they're going to control the whole game. Zach might not throw four interceptions this week, but he's not going to have a big performance. I got the... Not the Jets. <laughs> the not Jets. Well, first off, Trevor, I don't throw interceptions, so I'm a little hurt that you'd say I'd throw some. But um, I'm also taking Denver at home against a pretty bad Jets team. Uh, I think that uh, Denver is probably going to win this one, again, by double digits. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm taking uh, Denver at home. Moving on, Miami Dolphins traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Who are you going with, Trevor? Uh, Raiders, definitely. Especially with Tua Hurt. I know you you think Jacoby's better, but I think the offense kind of has a little bit of an identity with Tua. Uh, that line is bad, and I don't know. I think Carr's going to have another huge week, honestly. I can see it. Even though the Dolphins' secondary is a little better, he's, he's hot right now. I think he's going to keep torching him. Gary? This kind of feels like a trap game to me. You know, the, everybody's kind of hyping up the Raiders right now, and the Raiders always let people down. And everybody's 
the Dolphins still have a good defense. Maybe with a week, you know, if if it's Brissett starting, he can be able to put a conservative game plan and pull out the dub. But I'm just going to go with the safe play and go with Raiders this week. But I think Dolphins have a real chance to pull out the win this week, too. Uh, I'm taking Las Vegas by 20 um, at home wow. against a bad offense um, with limited weapons. Even with Jacoby Brissett at the helm, that O-line isn't good enough to protect him. Uh, Las Vegas should torch Miami. I think their secondary is overrated. Um, and uh, I, I think Las Vegas is going to absolutely destroy the Dolphins at home. So, moving on. Tampa Bay. Traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Big game coming up. Uh, who you guys taking in this one? Trevor. I uh, I might have picked the Rams if you asked me two weeks ago after that big first week they had, how their offense looked. But um, I saw some things I didn't like in week two, and that was not the case for, for the Bucks at all. So I got the Bucks winning this one. But could still be a good game. All right. Kerry? I feel like it's hard to, you know, root against the Bucks at this point. I feel like they're just going to dominate wherever they go. I'm taking Bucks. Uh, I'm going to make a completely emotional pick and take the Rams at home uh, against uh, a good Bucks team. Um, and, you feel uh, emotional about the Rams? Uh, I feel emotional about the Bucks. I fucking hate them. Um, wow. <laughs> what did they ever do to you, Zach? They drafted Jameis Winston. Mm. Did that make you, you go cry? back through my tweet timeline? You can find a tweet where I said, "If the Bucks draft Jameis Winston, I think I'm I remember that." Yep, and I went to Jacksonville. Okay, so it's not even a bandwagon thing. It's a it's a pride thing. I don't want to I don't want to root for a team that makes bad decisions like taking Jameis Winston in the first round. Was it the first overall pick? Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, God. I, I yeah. threw up in my mouth that night. Um, so I'm taking the Rams at home against Tampa Bay. Should be a fun game. Uh, we'll, we'll get a chance to see two of the top NFC teams compete against each other, so I'm excited for that one. Next up, we have Seattle going to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Who you got, Kerry? I'm going to go... Minnesota. I don't know why. Again, <laughs> why do you keep doing this? I always pick against Minnesota, and it always shoots me in the foot when they end up blowing it in the last second. Um, and I don't know why, especially with the Seahawks coming off a last-second loss last week. But I, I don't know. I just can't see this Vikings team starting out the season 0-3. I say they pick up the win against Minnesota, uh, Seattle. Well, I can, and I think they will. I definitely have Seattle. Um, Russ... He's been hot, block it, nobody can guard him. I mean, against their secondary, which their defenses look very disappointing. Nobody just like I called over the offseason. But, I mean, they, they played better last week. They showed they can be competitive, but I, I like Seattle. So, this is a hard game for me to pick. Um, I th- My gut, my gut, and my heart are telling me two different things. My heart says Minnesota. My gut is telling me Seattle. What are you drinking again, Zach? I'm drinking Guinness. <laughs> Sounds like a hard liquor over there. 
Okay. No, you just felt very emotional for these past few games. Like just the last two. Okay I'm gonna Sunday? take Minnesota at home, and the only reason I'm picking them is because they're at home. I, just like here, I can't see this Minnesota team starting out zero and three. I mean, so, so like if you're a Minnesota fan, you're always let down. So yeah, unless you too. get that that uh the miracle <laughs> the miracle game. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, they played they well the first awesome. two weeks. They played really well the first two weeks and just haven't been able to get over the top. So I think they find a way to put it together, win in a, in a close one at home against Seattle, take home the W, start 1-2 and two instead of 0-3, oh and, uh, and try and get their season back on track. So I'm taking Minnesota. Next up, Green Bay at San Francisco. Uh, Packers traveling to... California to take on the Niners. Who are you going with, Trevor? Man, um, this is a tough one for me. I'm actually going to go with the Packers. I think we might see a, a Lance sighting in the second half. Maybe not. Maybe if it's starting to be a blowout, but if it's a tight one, we probably won't see him. But I like a Rod. All right, going Gary. back home, picking up the win. I don't love this game because I, I don't know. I even love the Packers. Yes, they. It could won. go a lot of different ways. Yeah, Packers like they didn't look that good in the first half last night either, but and especially going into San Francisco, they're playing. Uh, uh, yeah, they're playing in San Francisco. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with the Packers though. I don't know. I I feel like Jimmy G is just gonna disappoint, and this is gonna be the week people start calling for Lance. Yeah, but I think um, it could go either way. However, yeah, I think uh, I think this offense for the Packers found their stride in that second half. They were actually playing like the Packers that we expect them to play like, um, and I think Aaron Rodgers uh, picks up right where he left off in the in the in last week's game, and I think he's going to pick up the win here on the road. Start two and one after a disappointing zero and one start, um, but I'm taking the Packers. Next up, we got an NFC East division game. Philadelphia at the Dallas Cowboys. Who are you going with, Kerry? I'm going to go with Dallas. Philly didn't really impress me last week. Dallas looked okay, but I think Dallas is just a better team. They're going to pull it out in front of the home crowd. Yeah, I got Dallas too. Not close. Philly, that first game was... I don't know if it was luck, if it was just hype. It's the Falcons' defense is that bad, but they lost me. I'm off the bandwagon. But it, I think Jalen Hurts is once again a must-start against a questionable Dallas defense. Cowboys by 17. Mm. That's a big one. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not being as bold as Trevor. I am taking Dallas, but I think it will be a close game. Uh, this definitely will shape up what the division race will look like, especially since we got to see last week Washington against the Giants. I think the Giants are still new look, still new very look football team. Sorry, <laughs> I think the Giants are still very much in in this division race, considering how well they played this week against Washington. But uh, I, I think getting to see Philadelphia playing against Dallas uh, in Dallas is going to be an interesting game to watch. Um, I'm certainly excited about it. Um, And without further ado, we're traveling all the way to Tennessee to talk about the Colts against the Titans. 
Titans playing at home. Who you got, Kerry? It's a pretty much must-win game, I'd say, for both these teams. New Colts, um, it's unsure whether they'll have wins or not. But otherwise, they're going to be 0-3 if they lose this game. Titans, a 1-2 start isn't great either. But I'm liking the Titans this game easily if, you know, Eason's starting. But even if Wentz somehow comes back and starts, I'm going to the Titans. You know, Derrick Henry just ran through the Seahawks last week. Colts defense hasn't impressed much this year. And I think the Titans are going to pull it out. All right, what about you, Trevor? Yeah, I got the Titans as well. Uh, too many question marks around the Colts, especially that quarterback situation. Uh, Titans defense isn't great, but their offense showed that they can be. Um, and I think, actually, you know, everybody's been questioning if you should start Julio, start benching Julio. A.J. Brown's kind of been uh, not as good as he's supposed to be. But I'd say you actually start both of them this week versus Indianapolis. I think that they show up out of home have a hello hello Trevor yeah Zach hello hello Zach is missing in action. Okay, no, I so my internet got interrupted. Sorry about that. Uh, I missed a, I missed your. Thing, I was Trevor. like, man, he feels really emotional about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what did uh, what did uh, what did you say about the Titans? Uh, we both said Titans. We both picked the Titans. Um, I was saying big games from the from AJ and JJ, but uh, they they started off a little slow, but offense looks like they're picking it up. Derrick Henry's picking it up. That play action is going to be kicking this week. Big games for Julio and AJ. Okay. Uh, I'm also taking the Titans. Um, although they haven't really impressed me all that much this year, um, I think that they're a better team, especially if Carson Wentz isn't in the game. I don't think Jacob Eason is ready for it. Um, and uh, I'm hoping they go with Jake Ellinger as a starter just simply because I want Trevor to buy me beer. So, uh, and if Jake Ellinger starts, they're definitely losing. So I'm going Damn. to hey, Jake Ellinger, bud. It's Sam. Huh? Who is, who's it's this Jake Ellinger you speak of? It's Sam. Sam Ellinger. I'm sorry. He kind of looks like much, a Jake, though. He does. You're having too much swing your eyes a little bit. Much, I, see you're just I think he's thinking about Jake Easton. Jacob Eason. Combining yeah. the two together. I think you've had too much Guinness there, bud. Uh, I'm not sending no, you No, it was beer. probably the proper 12 mixed with the Guinness. Um, That's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, if Sam Ellinger starts, they're definitely losing. If Jacob Eason starts, I think they also lose. So I'm taking Tennessee at home against an Indianapolis team that started out the year not quite as they were hoping to. Um, right, right. Yeah, and speaking of the Titans, speaking of Derrick Henry, there's a football fan out there. I'm not I'm sure he's not the only one that thinks this. He's the only one I've ever heard of. But he's a hundred percent fully convinced that Titans running back Derrick Henry has already grabbed the crown and the title of greatest running back of all time. Hold on, I need another beer. You're you're gonna need a couple beers for this. He's got an argument for us. He's joining us tonight. Uh he's here to give that argument, uh that reasoning. Uh it's at Sugma. On Twitter, it's two G's, two M's, two A's, just like it sounds. 
BG, it's great to have you on the show. How you doing, man? I'm good. Can you can you hear me? Hear me well? Yeah, man. Yeah, we hear you. Good, good. Now, 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 the already have the crown. That's that's a different conversation. Can mm -hmm. have the crown is a different story. That's okay. more towards my, my my argument for it. So okay. No, but seriously, I mean, the dudes the dudes an, an animal. We we all admit that. Um, now it's Absolutely. Just, the conversation is more about you know. Can can the can we admit someone's the greatest while watching them play in their career, not after their career per se? That's more so <laughs> the conversation. You know, Shout out to LeBron with, with Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> people do it with Aaron. People do it with Mahomes. People do it. You know, when Brady was playing during his you know his career. That's, mm -hmm. that's kind of the conversation where it's more so about. And it's, yeah, it's weird because he has broken records. Like he's he's already breaking records. In the NFL, mm -hmm. like already, dude, just an animal. But me personally, I don't like to to break up players' careers, right? So a lot of people they'll they'll only talk about someone's NFL career, or they'll only talk about a player's college career, piece everything together, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. never really said someone's you know from pee wee football all the way up to their NFL career just dominant, and they talk about every single statistic that goes with that. They either talk about how their NFL career was or how their college career was. But if you look at every single like phase of his career, every phase, so high school, number one running back, almost, almost ever, number one Florida running back ever, mm -hmm. he's top five, he's actually fifth all time, and any player that ever has played college or high school football, he's the fifth ranked all time in touchdowns scored. Yeah. Yeah, he That's was a lot of people that have played a, football. That's just the start of it. Yeah. He was a different yeah. cloth in college, and... No, that's, Being that's a Gator fan, I hated that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was the high school level. So high school, he's got over twelve thousand all-purpose yards. He's got uh, one hundred and fifty-three you know, touchdowns in high school. He averaged eight point seven yards per carry. Uh, all-time leading rusher, and he's fifth all-time in, in high school touchdowns. That's the first phase of his career. Now, second phase, college. College, we all saw what happened at Alabama. We all. He won the Doak Walker Award. He won the Heisman Award. He won the Maxwell. He was SEC Offensive Player of the Year. Walter Camp, National Champion. All that in one season. It's actually kind of crazy when you look at all that stuff in one place. We're in 2015 at the time. 2015, it's kind of like a you know pass-heavy league is starting to happen. It's, it's more towards who can who can throw the ball the most. Who can who can do all of those things to have a running back that's you know six foot three, two forty running at you. You just don't see it that often. Especially at that type of speed, he's running a four six at you, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's just terrifying. <laughs> it is. It really is. Like, like, oh my god, it's one of his his right guard at the time. Uh, his name is Alphonse Taylor, but uh, he's my neighbor, like next door neighbors. We talk about stuff like this all the time. So mm -hmm. Stories, of, stories of them, uh, you know, going going at it against say Clemson, where he lit them up. He had one hundred and fifty three yards and three touchdowns against Clemson in yeah. the national championship game. Yeah, I don't know if you guys ever watched that game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dude had like a fifty-yard gash, like literally down their throat, down the middle of their middle seam of their team. Just catch me if you can, and I'm six foot three, running at you. I was gonna say he was actually being recruited out of high school to a very defensive-minded coach at the University of Florida to come play outside linebacker because of his size, <laughs> and imagine, that's imagine, insane to me. Imagine him being there playing outside linebacker as opposed to yeah. 
you know, going to Alabama. I don't know if you ever saw that running back room, but that running back room was stacked when he first got in. It was him, Camaro, oh, yeah. uh, Lacey, not Lacey, but it was uh, TJ Yeldon. There's a lot of people that were in that running back room. Uh, mm-hmm. Kenyon Drake, they were all there. So there was like four or five people that are, you know, that have played NFL, that have started in the NFL, that are still starting in the NFL that were there you know, in that running back room. So having to make that decision, that's a convincing argument too to come play, you know, outside the linebacker at the time. I don't know what kind of decision was going through his head, but I'm glad as an Alabama fan that he made that decision to come yeah. to the program and, you know, yeah. be our bell cow back. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, the second our- phase of his career. Yeah, it's like I remember when we were uh, when you, when we were first talking about this back in the off season, and uh, you know it's moving away from a running league. Everything's going through the air, spreading them out. Yeah, but um, but um, Derrick Henry being able to have his prime right now, and I remember saying that I don't know if I was there with you yet, but if he could keep up this level of production for another two, three, maybe four years, yeah. Uh, I think a lot more people will be having that conversation yeah. after yeah. a couple exactly. years. Exactly. That's, that's 100% correct. Because if you look at it, like, well, that, that, that's the first two phases, right? So high school, college, he's probably the best NFL. This is where, you know, people have their bulk of the money of the greatest of all time, right? They, they only talk about their NFL career, which is fine. Which is fine. Because you have such a small amount of, you know, percentage of people that actually play at that level. So we'll break down this this level of his game. One, he is doing it in a passing league. Uh, a franchise, a, a legitimate NFL franchise, has said, "Hey, you know, screw the passing game." Almost they, they still they do they do do some passing in Tennessee. But it's like you know what? Screw that. We're gonna have you as our bell cow back in 2021, and we're not gonna go to the new conventional offense. We're gonna ride you because you're so great at the game of football. And we're not going to go the route of the air raid. We're not going to go the route of the RPO. We're not going to really do that as much because we're going to run you, you know, in a pro style type of offense mm-hmm. with a two, with a twelve out, you know, formation almost every play. Yeah, we're going to ride you to it. And they we're won a playoff on game. Bet on you as our future. They they won two playoff games like that. They won two. Yeah. Now, so they won one... the wild card. Go ahead. Go ahead. What was that? No, no you no, go no, ahead. No, no. Okay. So, like, when we're talking about the greatest of all time, uh, obviously some other players' names come up. I think the biggest one for me yes. is is Barry Sanders. I mean, you're talking about the, the college. Uh, Barry and Jim Brown, yes. Yeah, the college statistics, you're talking Heisman Trophy, Maxwell, Walter Camp, all the above. He still holds several records, including most rushing yards in the season, most rushing touchdowns, most touchdowns. Most rushing yards, most games rushing for over 300 yards, highest average rushing yards per game in a season, and then most points scored in a season. I think you also have to, when you're talking about the greatest of all time, you also have to look at uh, who 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 are you comparing it to. And I think in, in terms of uh, yes. output, um, I think obviously if he continues at the pace he's at, I think he he could be considered one of the greatest of all time. But I mean, Barry Sanders is just su- such a different this, kind of back. Is, that's the whole point of the conversation. Yeah. 
I would, yes, I could put him over Barry if he does this for a couple more years. If that, he gets no, close that's to the two. whole purpose. That's the, the whole the whole purpose of my debate per se is him continuing to do it. It's not like, hey, bro, you, you don't do it enough. You're the number one. His statistics averaged out if he product like production wise, not the 2,000 yard season like he did last year, not 17 touchdowns like he did last year. The past three years, he's been averaging somewhere around 1,500 yards. Well. That's about his average season over the past three years, which is about all the time that he started. Yeah. The first two years of his career, Tennessee botched him. They yep. botched his first production level in yep. the first two seasons. They absolutely did. So that's that's taken a major hit on his what his career total has been so far. But if you average it out, he's going to be top ten statistically yeah. in both rushing and rushing touchdowns. Yeah. After his first five seasons, top ten all time. Yeah. Uh, statistical average. Now, this is, if he gets hurt, doesn't play, and then it's fine. It's whatever. He doesn't do it. Yeah. But if he statistically averages over the next three seasons what he's been averaging, it'll be top ten all time And it's going to be hard to injure that man, you know. Yeah, he's a big dude. The the only thing I have against him is, you know, I mean, obviously he's he's a great running back, but I mean you have to take. A receiving back into the account, and he's not a great pass catcher out of the backfield. He's he's fine, but he's not in one of the better ones of the league. I mean, he that's has. That's why their offense looks how it does. You can't. You can You can't. You can't. Can, can, you know, take a receiving back for him to be that. But at the same time, if he doesn't have to be that, and he's still dominating the team, and the defense can't do anything about it, I feel like that's even more dominating than being the receiving type of back. So you still can't stop him. Then, like, what does that say? I think. What, is, what does that say more than you know, he's got to go run, run a swing pass like like Kamara and then go up ten yards before he's even touched? But yes, and where where he loses, that, like. If he was the best, imagine if he had both that impact in his game, though. Imagine how good he could be no, if he no, had the receiving ability he can, plus he that. He can still catch. He can still catch. It's not like he cannot catch. He can catch. He True, but about, like you know, about 200, 250 you know, receiving yards. He's, he's not going to go break you for, for 700 or 800 yards. No. No. But he's getting you 15 to 200 or 2,000 rushing yards a season. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of like a catch 22. And what also, what's more? Yeah, where where he where you're losing that in the the passing game, the catching game, you're really gaining most of that back in play action. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not something you're going to see in a record book. But that's a good offense. Yeah, I I don't have they don't have no veneer. Yeah, that's been one of the issues in fantasy this year. But uh, yeah, I I mean, if he keeps it up. Um, you know, I think if you look again, I keep going back to Barry Sanders. If you look back at Barry Sanders' career, if he if he lasts longer in the league than Barry Sanders, Barry Sanders only played for nine years or ten years in the NFL. So, I mean, if he can continue uh, having a having the career that he's having, um, are you sure it wasn't four years, Zach? I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but sure. I mean. Uh, no, yeah, no. If he can keep it up, no. then I I have no problem with saying that. Like... See, it's, I mean, it's but... hard because it's hard because I think what? Kerry does have a point with the pass catching, but that's part of the offense, so you can't really blame him for that. Um, but in terms of but, threat receiving, I feel like if they, if he needed to be good, yeah, I I, mean, I, I agree, I agree. Um, my the it's... my whole contention is, 
Um, I think I would consider him probably one of the greatest. I think he'll he'll probably be the last in a generation of like true running backs, um, and probably one of the greatest at running the football. Because um, I think as you see the NFL transition to a more pass heavy uh, offensive style, and, and we've seen that over the past several years. Um, you're not going to see many guys going for 1,500 yards. You're not going to see many guys going for 2,000 yards. He might be one of the last guys ever to get to 1,500 yards rushing in terms of where the league's headed. Who? Henry. Henry. But another thing I mean, with running backs, the average running back's life in today's NFL is a couple years race. And they're not going to change their offense like that. They have the weapons, but like their offense is first and foremost centered around Derrick Henry. That's true. And it won them two playoff games. Yep. And I think they're going to stick yeah. with that as long as he's in his prime. I think yeah. he's so well, heavy shoulders. We, oh. we, we say that, but they picked, they picked up. 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 They picked I mean, you saw him last week. Can you hear me now? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, we can hear you now. They, can you hear me? They yeah. would not have won that game yeah. versus Seattle without Derrick Henry. Yeah. That no. was all on him. Exactly. They really should have had that. They, they put up the frame-by-frame frame of Julio's touchdown. That was really a touchdown that they did not give him. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a terrible That was a terrible call. Yeah, I can't believe – Zane uh, is my brother. He showed me we – were, we were at the gym the other day, and he was like, dude, did you see this? And I was like, no, I've been at the gym. And uh, he showed me the, the video of that call, and I was and I was dumbfounded. I was like, "How in re- how in the era of re of replay do you get that wrong?" Must be eight eight K camera. Yeah, For real. You have an eight K camera, and I'm every single day angle. Must be eight points on fantasy right there. It's, it's really. It's 2021. If humans, if if yeah. Yeah, it's and there's been a lot of talk about how bad the officiating's been this year, especially with, you know, the taunting calls and everything like that. But I mean, that was one of the worst like reviewed plays that I've ever seen get uh, overturned. Not just called uh, play stands because they called it a touchdown on the field. They overturned it after replay review. I was, I was stunned. Yeah. Yeah, it was a. It was, it was, no, no. That's what makes me think some of this stuff with the NFL is they have their own narrative in the course of a season, and, you know, we're just along for the ride. And, you know, oh, okay. <laughs> NBA does it, too. Yeah. Welcome to the, welcome to the dark side. We can do nothing about it. We can do nothing about it because we just enjoy their product. So we just sit back. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. I mean, um, you saw that. Pass interference call we, that first game the Cowboys box. I mean, every week there's always calls. Yeah. It's like yeah. why? There is, there is. There's it's going to be something every single week, and you know nobody's going to care. So they'll keep having those calls every single week. Yeah, and it'll keep happening. It is. It's coming on for years. It's nothing new. Um, for it. Welcome to the Beerly Conspiracy Show. Pretty much. Just, <laughs> the NFL is out to get Yeah. The NFL is, is tricking its viewers. NFL, if you're listening, don't come out for us. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, I think you you made uh, a lot of good points. Uh, I think if again, I, I think if oh, that's not even the start. Oh, that's, that's not, not even, even the start? start. Oh man! No, it's we, we barely got we barely we barely got to the NFL. Like we just got to high school and college. Like we didn't get to the NFL. Okay, well keep going, man. Like I don't know. Like I mean, I don't want to bore anyone with it. No, I mean, no, 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 no. You're I not just, boring anybody. Keep going. Okay, good. But I was getting to the playoff games. Did you guys watch those playoff games? You know, 2019 with against the Ravens and against the, the Patriots. Yeah, did you watch those? Have you really watched them just to watch Derrick Henry, or did you just already watch the game? I was watching the whole game, the Patriots game. For I was locked yeah, into that one. Rewatch it and just focus on Derrick Henry. Just watch how dominant. Like when when people watch games, right? So you, people watch the games from like this this looking down on the stadium perspective, and it's weird because I it took me a while to kind of realize how to watch games the correct way but once i did it opened my eyes up to how football games are supposed to be looked at look at it from a player's perspective on a football field looking out like say like either up at fans or up at horizon like up at the ends or something like that perspective and it makes you realize how great these players actually are yeah like when this guy has to go against the ravens defense and he's just gashing them for 200 yards and it's just like you're really doing this right now. You're going so crazy against this defense, even throwing, you know, jump pass touchdowns over their head, stuff like that, which is absolutely insane. Yeah. Those two uh, playoff games, what they what they did is it put them at three consecutive games of over 200 yards. Three consecutive games of over 200 yards. That's never happened in NFL history, ever. Who's the first player to ever do that? Especially, yeah, doing it in the playoffs was. Did it get not just the playoffs? He gets the Ravens defense and the Patriots defense. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick yeah. had no answer for him. He had no like Bill Belichick has an answer for anything of anything in any football game of all time he's ever played in. Yeah. Even against Peyton Manning and Bill, the one person you can't you know change your game plan up. You can't guard. You can't. You have the best defense in the league that year, and you you can't do anything about Derrick Henry right now, you can do nothing about him. You're going to let him run for 250 yards on you, score three touchdowns and walk out of your house like it was nothing. <laughs> and literally end our, like, I'm a, I'm a Pats guy, right? So I'm a Pats guy, and it literally ended our dynasty. That was the last game of our dynasty that was just done, over with, that was it. There was nothing else to it. Yeah, I mean, right after that game, everybody just, right away, clock at zero. Left. Is Brady going to stay? Is Brady going to go? It was, he killed him. Yeah. And I just got a question for you. So let's say for some, you know, somehow next week, Derrick Henry, hopefully hopefully not, not wishing on him or anything, has a career-ending injury, never plays again. So you're Jeez. saying he's, he's the best of all time right now if he never plays another down again. Remember, remember I said this is all future-based, right? Yeah. I just said we're watching yeah. the current career. Yep. The current career of someone that's going to end up being the best of all time. That's my whole purpose of this. That's, that's what I feel like. Uh, I, I, I think that's a compelling like argument. Yeah. No, and I think it's a conversation more people need. It's a conversation more people need to have, too. The, yeah, it's the, like, how long is he going to keep Henry. doing what he's doing before exactly. someone admits that? <laughs> the, the only problem with that is how, that... How long is he going to run for It's like, running backs' shelf lives now are so short... I mean, you've seen with, like, Todd Gurley, you know, 
Le'Veon they Bell, are, whoever. They are, they are, they are. He looks yeah, like LeBron, dude. I mean, yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously this year he looks exactly like he did last year, but it's just question, you know, maybe maybe he gets an injury or something, and maybe after that he's not the same guy. That's just the problem with running backs these days. I mean, three or four good years, and then after that they just pretty much throw you in the trash and say that's it. Yeah. But, I mean, he hasn't shown any drop-off. He looks exactly as dominant as last year. He's different. Does that make somebody not as good of a player, though? That's my question. Or is it just like the NFL is just a straight business and that's it? Like, that's, that's – he, he wouldn't end up with the, you know, the, the statistics on the back end of it. But it's like, okay, now we're getting more. We just saw for, you know, three years straight. That's true. Granted, you know, if he doesn't have the, if he doesn't have the records, like say a Barry or a Jim Brown or something that has, but if I feel like if he gets what he's averaging right now after five seasons, six seasons, really, he'll be like, top ten all time in any major statistical category. Yeah, Eddie, I, I, after I think six, you're after probably six right. Seasons is like, I just take into account the era, the era of football that we're in, and what is just it's insanity. It really is insanity. And if he was the best running back in high school, if he was the best running back in college, what's stopping him from being the best in the NFL if he's doing statistical things that would put him top ten of all time? That's my that's my standpoint. Okay. He has he been very buried. consistent too. Yeah. If if the NFL now if now the NFL tell me about if, it. now that I think about it that way. Yeah, he's been very consistent. If it wasn't for the NFL MVP award being a quarterback award, he should have won it last year. He should have. I agree. He won the AP. He won the AP Offensive Player of the Year, but he wasn't the MVP. What kind of sense does that make? Like, like realistically, okay, so you can be the best offensive player and the MVP to an offensive player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of because quarterbacks they give them that leadership thing, it's, you know. I mean, it is the QB award at this point. Yeah, it's a quarterback. I mean, award, yeah. It it doesn't matter how well anyone else plays, you know it's going to go to either Brady or Mahomes or whoever, or Lamar. And there's yeah, Lamar. Lamar. Henry scenario. Henry Henry gets the ball in any kind of end game scenario where they need to win. He gets the ball, except for the, sorry, I don't know if you guys got or not. He did some he did some stupid stuff. <laughs> we do on fourth fourth and two, right? So fourth and two, they go uh, spread offense. They take him off the field and they go into the shotgun and they lose the fourth down play. I was yeah. like, what are y'all doing do right now? And all of a sudden, they, you know, they get another shot, and it was first and goal, and he punches the ball in for a touchdown. It's like, okay, well, you just won the game for your team. Yeah. And they go into overtime, and they win the game. Yeah. Um, another question I, I have I is how, like, how long do you think yeah. the Titans uh, remain committed to him, um, considering they just signed Julio Jones? It looks like they're beefing up their passing game. Um, do you think that they is go there, in the direction of the rest of the NFL? As long as they're committed to Ryan Tannehill, they'll be committed to Derrick Henry. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a really good point. Yeah, and as long as Henry is healthy and still in his prime, still running fourteen hundred yards, fifteen hundred yards, sixteen hundred yards with this extra game, I think they're a hundred percent committed to. Even if he drops down, even if he drops down from say two thousand to eleven hundred, like if he's still doing eleven or twelve hundred, and it's just less carries than. I don't, I don't think it'll matter that much. I, I think he'll still be wise on attempts. Attempts all time in the NFL. He's 134th in attempts. But right now he's 89th in total all time rushing yards. And I think Ryan Tannehill is at his best when he's throwing the ball 20, 25, 30 times. Yeah, about a game. some lower number. He's not going to be the guy. Like in the playoffs, that same playoff season, that 2019 when they went to the AFC Championship game, Derrick yeah. Henry, he was stuffed. 
he was stuffed, but I mean, his stuff is like 75 rushing yards, right? So his stuff is, yeah. okay, you had 75 rushing yards. Yeah, like Give him some help. For now, Ryan, exactly. Now Tannehill's got to go and win the game. He's got to go and, and pass the ball around. He did not do that. He did it fairly well. He did it well enough, but he just didn't do it enough to win the game. And, you know, that's why they got to have, you know, a Henry to match him. And, he's not going to be enough. He's not going to be enough in any week to do it. And and the only thing, other thing is, is the line going to be good enough? Because the Lions had its issues early in the season in a week one versus the Cardinals. Chandler Jones absolutely overwhelmed Taylor Lewin. And as a result, you know, Henry didn't have much to work with. And it's and the Titans line has been good in the past, but can it continue to be as dominant? Taylor the one didn't play last week. Remember, he got hurt before the game and you pair Henry in for 200 yards last week. He had an awful week one, but... We'll see how they do after that. If you're rushing for 182 yards and picking up the win every week, obviously people are going to start to take notice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The thing is, like, okay, if we can have the conversation, not we, but like, if people can have the conversation about, say, I'm a homes, but they can have, why cannot, why can't other positions of the game have had that same conversation about? Why is it only the quarterback position that can be deemed as, you know, the greatest thrower of football, the great whole nine yards? Why is it only that position that can be had that conversation? But if you bring it up about another position, it's like, okay, we're not doing this type of thing. That's where that's where I'm kind of like confused about, in, you know, the fairness of. Hello. No. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a point, and I mean, if he's been consistent so far, he, he's saying he had a, a long, great high school career, which he did. Yep. He had a long, great, healthy college career, yep. which he did, and he's doing it in the NFL right now. So, yeah, if he doesn't slow down, that's, that's I mean, it's a conversation for another day, another it's season. A conversation, but, yeah, for another day, yeah. yeah. I give him, if he can do it for about four to five, four to five more years of being consistent what he's at right now, and then say if he has three to four, you know, decent, mediocre years, yeah. I'd put him up there. I'd say I'd, if he has... Yeah, he'd, be, he'd definitely no, be up there if, if if he continues on the pace he's at for, you know, four or five more years, I'll, and then... Uh, if he can do that, I'll mediocre, put him there. Yeah, I'll put him right up there. Absolutely. I'll put him on his own. <laughs> For me to be put in the conversation of greatest running back of all time, greatest NFL player of all time, I'd need probably just greatest running back of all time. Probably two more years at this pace, two to three more years at this pace, and then a good, you know, last three, four years. Yeah. Mediocre is good enough. And I would I would definitely I start that. having that conversation. Yeah. Two to three, two to three more years. That that means he's got a four or five year stretch of just dominance. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolute dominance in in the playoffs and regular season and all these statistical things and he's records he's breaking and putting up. Like it's just insanity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I think he's right. He's right there if he keeps it up. I think he's on target for a really great career. Um, my hope is that he remains consistent because I, I do like seeing teams run the ball. Uh, I feel like we don't see that enough nowadays, especially fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay? <laughs> no, that's a, that's, a, that's a healthy dumpster fire. Oh, my gosh. I can't even believe they got a guy, a rookie, rushes for 1,000 yards last year, and then they're running Carlos Hyde for no reason. 
and throw and making a rookie quarterback with a bad team throw forty times a game. Well, Car- Carlos, Car- Carlos, Carlos is that guy. Carlos can can do the thing. He's he, he is that guy. Five years ago. No, no, no. Recently, he, remember he he went back to Houston and he had he was really good with Houston. Recently, about not long ago. Yeah, but I mean, you're coming up. You have a guy who's a rookie and James Robinson who rushed for a thousand yards, looked incredible yeah. last year, he and you're not off last year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. he, he proved that he could be a lead back in the league, and and you're just sidelining him. Just doesn't make sense to me. Urban Urban's just botched. Urban botched the whole situation, and you take the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, and you completely botch him on a on a on a gamble of Urban Meyer. That was very a very odd. What I thought, Chad, Chad Cohen. I really thought that he was gonna make this work. I really thought that they were gonna make this yeah. situation, this experiment in Jackson work, and I do not think it's gonna work. I think we're eight years away if they from the winning I, season. <laughs> I, I really feel like what they're going to do is they're going to sell that team and move it. Not really sell it, but move it to London or something like that. I really do. Yeah, I'm they, worried they about that. too many games in London. He, yeah. owns, he owns one of the te- one of those major soccer teams out there. I forgot which team it was, but he owns a major soccer team out there already. Yeah. The owner of the Jaguars. Yeah. There's nothing holding them back other than people think Jacksonville's the move, but Jacksonville is not the move on a, you know, retrospect of, of what the, of what London can be selling out Wembley. We sell Wembley every time we play there. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have to find another team if they move to London. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) Coming back to Tampa, bro. So you're, you're a Jags, you're a Jags guy. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I don't like to talk about it at parties, but yes. See, I'm a Pats guy, right? So I'm a Pats guy, and uh, it's safe to say we uh, we ended y'all's team then. Yeah. Uh, poor Blake Bortles. Oh my God. gosh. Oh, we say we say poor Blake Bortles. The dude got uh, more of an opportunity in life than he should have ever got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. Honest. You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. What was he? What was he drafted? Was he drafted fifth or something like that? Or... He was drafted pretty high. He was drafted pretty high. Too high. Yeah, I think he was like third overall. Yeah, it was. It was third overall. Yep. That's I our wanna, uh, uh, information to, hub, Kerry Dempsey. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good at his job. But uh, no, that's pretty much all I got to say about the Henry situation. I, I think I think the dude's gonna end up his career if he stays healthy as one of the best to ever do it, if not the best. Um, you know, obviously, it you know, goes off of being healthy over the next, you know, three seasons. But this three-season stretch right now, it's like, okay, this is, you know, put up or shut up time. This is time for you to take your, your mantle as, you know, being that guy. Yeah, absolutely. And when people start having this conversation, bro, at the end of this season, at the end of next year, you send them back to episode eight of Beerly Sports. <laughs> and you say, hey, listen I, to this because I, I said it. this. <laughs> yeah, check out this episode. I called this years in advance. <laughs> Saw it in the future. Yep. All right. All right. Okay. He, he, he would have been. He just got injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, BG, for coming by. Really appreciate uh, you coming in and talking to us about Derrick Henry. Um, sure. I think. Uh, I, do have one, I do have one more thing. Okay. You guys brought up the Green Bay versus versus Green Bay versus. Uh, uh, San Francisco game. Yeah. You know, this one fact about Aaron's revenge game. 
against San Francisco for not taking him away from the Packers. That's what that's <laughs> Ross. Yep. Yeah, Aaron's gonna go off. Not forget about that. I'm telling you, Aaron's a, Aaron's a type of sick motherfucker in his head. He is a, where he's gonna take games like this and just absolutely light them up. Because he is of petty. That yeah. Not like Jimmy. Not Aaron like Jimmy G is gonna put up much in that firefight either. It's gonna be yeah. all Packers. Yeah. I like that. Opportunity, and they traded up and got rid of their picks, and they took you know Trey Lance. But San Fran, that, that he should, Aaron feels like, in my opinion, I really feel like Aaron feels like he should be starting on their team right now. Yeah, that would be a scary sight. That would be <laughs> as a Bucks fan. <laughs> it would be, and he knows it. He knows it would be, and that's that's kind of like what the the, the downs will be, and he'll find somewhere. He'll find somewhere he'll like. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot or, of a lot of teams be, that want him, so. For good reason. Or he'll go retire and, you know, be the Jeopardy host. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> if you're a Jeopardy fan, you'll like no, that. That was, <laughs> that, was a, that was a good, fun conversation. I appreciate appreciate you guys having me on a lot. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, super awesome having you come down and talk to us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, and uh episode will be up tomorrow, so make sure you, you uh, let everyone you know about it. Check it out. Tell your friends about it. Yeah. All right, that was uh, BG talking about Derrick Henry, greatest of all time. Did uh, he convince you, Kerry? Because you seem to have the most pushback on it. Yes and no. I mean, I agree with that. He's he's the best running back in the NFL right now. Look that match in your and head. If he can, what he if did. He That's what he did to my head. If he continues <laughs> at that pace, yes. But, like, I just don't see with running backs in the NFL today, I just don't see. I don't see him doing it for another four or five years, and I but think he's really going to have this crazy shelf life and it's gonna have be, this yeah. super long prime. I, I the my other thing is I feel like no one is going to put him in consideration unless he wins a ring. Barry, Sever- Barry Sanders never won a ring with Detroit. But if yeah. it, I, I feel, feel like, like it only put, matters a bunch with quarterbacks. Yeah, but I, I feel know. like you know him winning a ring would really put him over the edge of anyone else. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But you know, without because without him really winning or even getting to a Super Bowl, I think that's going to kind up of that defense a little bit, you know. But I think he's if he keeps keeps on the staff, he's definitely going to be up there, and he will be a candidate for one of the best of all time if he keeps it up. So uh, I know I know BG's not here right now, but uh, I have to recommend to him make sure you frame your t- tweets better. I thought he was talking about greatest of all time currently. Uh, but he's talking in a future perspective, obviously. He made that very clear. Yeah, I was about that. But his tweet made it sound like uh, he's the greatest of all time right now, today. But uh, that's not BG's stance. Uh, I, I think he, the case that he could be the greatest of all time if he continues on the pace that he's at, I think that's very compelling. I think you look at his numbers, they're very, very good. Um uh, he's definitely going to be right there with uh, Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, those guys. If it, it, when you're talking about you know just best running backs ever, um, I think that's very much in his uh, wheelhouse. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the last thing we're going to talk about on today's show, we're going to try and get through it quickly. We're going to take a look over at the Beerly Fantasy League. Um, 
How'd you guys do this past week? Fifty bucks is getting hot. I uh, I lost uh, <laughs> mostly because of mostly because I of uh, Jameis. But uh, no, wait, no, I won. Yeah. No, no, no. no. I I lost week one to carry because of freaking Daniel Carlson and love that man. Rest. I didn't really even lose. <laughs> I, I'm actually disputing that loss with NFL.com fantasy. Yeah. But that's another story for another day. Yeah, Ian. Uh, Ian had a pretty disappointing week out of Miles Sanders, out of Kenny Galladay, out of his kicker, and out of his defense. I was blessed to get 32 points in my flex by Tyler Lockett, 20 points in my tight end spot. My receivers combined for almost 40 points. Slow day for my running back and my quarterback, but the rest of my team got it done. But yeah, I'm one and one now, and How's I just want to make a playoffs. It, it feel? feels feels okay. Well, this is actually my only loss. I'm in three fantasy leagues, and I'm five and one. So I don't really know how it feels. It feels good, but it could feel better. I feel so so sad. I feel like that was such a Deshaun Watson line right there. Okay, man, we are keeping out of massage parlors here up here in the sport. <laughs> that massage parlor free zone, ladies and gentlemen. How does that feel, Mr. Watson? Feels good, but it could feel better. <laughs> Anyways, how'd you do, Zach? So, uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, it was... Uh, who? Uh, it was a, typically a... You think about it, it as, as a bad week, okay? You think about it as a bad week. Everyone I played did not play well. Um, when do you ever make good fantasy decisions, Zach? Uh, when I play Aaron Jones and he scores 41 points for me to win the game, that's when, Kerry, you fucking bitch. He's got his points. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I was down by 40 points <laughs> heading into the, Sunday, or the Monday night game uh, with the Packers. And uh, Aaron Jones puts up 41. And uh, I end up getting the win by a single point. Um, it, was, uh, it was a pretty, pretty, wild, uh, pretty wild performance from him. I apologized to uh, Tampa Bay um, because I felt a little bit bad. Final score is 106.4 to 105.08. Um and uh, he was winning the entire time. So I felt a little bit bad because he was up by a lot of points. Uh, and then Aaron Jones ended up pulling it out. Yeah, not not a great week for me in that league. Uh, like I had a bad what matters like is the W. That's all that matters. The W is did, what matters. Where did Jameis, bro? Yeah, I want to... My team, like, made me cry and made me happy at the same time. Like, I want to give a shout-out to three individuals that really made me happy this week. And, like, the other six of you, you can go to hell. Like, three you, Miami Dolphins defense. One freaking point. George Kittle, 5.7. What are you doing, bud? But Christian McCaffrey, 24.7. Cooper Cup, 36.8. Daniel Carlson, 14. I love you three. But the rest of you guys, just don't talk to me. But I was so mad. You know, I went into last night. I needed Aaron Rodgers to get, like, I think it was about, like, 20, 21 points or less to get the dub. He ended up with about 26. Didn't expect that. I needed the Lions to 
at least show up in the second half, and it would have picked up the dub. But fell to one and one, and just made me sad in the process. Congrats, Broncos! Rule sixty nine. That's gonna be the only time you're gonna be happy. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Rant over. Okay, so Kerry had a good game. <laughs> the only time we're gonna smile for the rest of your life. So currently, uh, league rankings. I'm gonna take a quick look at that. I made some adjustments to my uh, team real quick, but uh, currently, the only beerly boy at two and zero is Zachary Fucking Smith. Let's go. <laughs> Actually, we're we're three. The top six. We're the top. We're three. The top six. Right. That now. is true. We're three. I the top six. I like to add that I am one zero oh, and one with an asterisk. And- I am not one and one. <laughs> Well, I'm kind of also undefeated. I'm unconquered. Are we keeping this playoff seating with just four teams, or are we going to move it to six? We're moving to six. It should be six. Yeah, I don't know why it's four right now. It's six. It's going to be six. It's going to be six teams in the playoffs. But uh, currently, that would put... Because I'm in sixth place, right? No, Kerry's in sixth place. I'm in sixth, you're in fifth. Oh, then it might be four teams. Depends on how it looks. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so currently uh, Eli Brasa absolutely lighting it up. 282 points scored. Um, Jalen Hurts, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, Rob Gronkowski, Amari Cooper, Kenyon Drake, Leonard Fournette, Will Fuller, Russell Gage, Elijah Moore, and Juju. And then Greg Zwerlin, kicker, Broncos defense played great. He's got a pretty good team, guys. Pretty yeah, good team. Uh, so, who's playing them this week? The Cowboy Hawks, who are currently 0-2. Um, good luck, Cowboy Hawks. Who are you guys playing this week? Uh, this week, I am playing J-Man, Broncos Rule 69. Somebody was just playing them, right, Kerry? Yeah, I just lost to him thanks to freaking Dolphins defense. Thanks, guys. All right, Carrie. Well, I'm about to beat them thanks to Sam Darnold. So I'm going to show you how it's done this week, actually. But, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry to be that guy. You're not going to be happy this week, but I will, and it's worth it. So I'm- I am playing Super Camario, who I believe has the worst team in the league. No, um, they're 11th. I'm playing the worst team in the league. Oh, are you? You matter. You matter. Oh yeah. Hey, you know one. what? You don't really matter. Sorry, <laughs> but sorry. He's got a good team. I mean, he doesn't have a bad team. He scored one hundred eighty-three points. Justin Herbert, Ezekiel Elliott, Chris Carson, Corey Davis. That's a big question mark. Chris Godwin's good. Zach Ertz. Uh, Not bad. But Clyde like, edwards Hilaire. If you if you don't have Cooper Cup and Christian McCaffrey, like you're not going to win. Like, come on. <laughs> Like the game is over when those two white boys show up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we predicted three and zero for the Beerly Boys in fantasy this week. Easily, hundred percent, three sixty four nine. Carrie's going up against Kerry. the worst team in the league. I'm going up against the second worst team in the league, and Trevor is going up against Broncos Rule sixty nine, who's one and one. But has not scored very many points at all. So, hey, man, if Dolphins defense didn't look like poop on Sunday, it I would have looked like poop. Hey, man, 
Sorry they forgot to show up. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we let you guys go, uh, I just want to give a quick shout-out to... A new sponsor. All right. We have a sponsor, Whoa. boys. Oh, you didn't even tell us that yeah. yeah, we have a sponsor. Wow, this is my genuine... I wish you guys could see my smile. Maybe one day. <laughs> Jewish Virgins of America. So our new sponsor is Rep Sports, more specifically Ray's Energy. Um, okay. It's a it's a energy uh, it's a fitness company. Uh, produces everything from protein to pre workout. Also, obviously, has energy drinks. It has protein cakes. Got pretty much everything you want. Everything is not only affordable. But healthy. So when you're talking about Ray's Energy specifically, they got a bunch of different flavors. I haven't got the chance to try them all, but my current favorite is Galaxy Burst. And really cool thing about Ray's Energy is that it is 100% sugar-free and zero calories. So you can ditch the Red Bull, ditch the Monster, start drinking something that's a little bit better for you and also tastes better. Um so yeah, uh, raise energy. Use code. It's code ZS Golf because I'm a golf professional. But uh, use code ZS Golf for <coughs> what was that noise? Use code ZS Golf for fifteen percent off your order at RepSports.com. Fifteen uh, percent off is a great deal. All you got to do is. All you got to do is go to the website, fill up your cart. In the bottom left, there's going to be a spot for your coupon code. Put in ZS Golf, all caps, and you'll get 15% off your order. Um, but they that, have, what did you say? They have powdered supplements? They have powdered supplements? Yes. Stuff like that? I'm running low on protein powder. Yeah, they got protein powder, pre workout, all, all your favorites. So. Sure. Yeah, make sure you guys go check them out. They're they're really great, um, and they've been really great to uh, work with. Um, I've just been working with them for a short time, but they're awesome. Um, I have my first big shipment um, being an ambassador coming in here soon. So uh, just uh, excited to announce that on the show for you guys today. Um, so make sure you use code ZSGolf at checkout at repsports.com. Other than that, that's pretty much all we have for tonight's show. It's a bit of a long one, but we're, we were excited. You're also going to want to follow at Beerly Sports on Twitter, <laughs> on Instagram. I'm back in my TikTok phase. It's coming, baby. Well, uh, here's the, here's another cool thing. I, I as head of Beerly Sports, also have a TikTok. Sports guy Zach. Is that? Yeah, I didn't expect me to get a TikTok either, but it happened, so... Sports guy Zach on TikTok. Um, I'm gonna try and post there daily, uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna try and post there daily and uh, talk about sports. You know, make a couple jokes, have fun with it. Um, uh, at Bailey Sports on Twitter. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to add before we sign off? Real drink. Oh, real carry go first. Real man drink milk. <laughs> no, if it's 2021 and you're still drinking, you know what? Just follow us on Twitter, please. <laughs> uh, if you have, a- also before we- before we go, if you guys have any takes that you want to bring to the show and add to the show, please feel free to reach out. 
Again, Beerly Sports on Twitter. We'd be happy to hear from you, have you come on the podcast, explain your take. Um, All right, you're not coming on the podcast. Are you okay? Uh, Just like we had BG on today, you know, we'd be happy to discuss any take with you. Um, We're not guaranteeing it will be as cordial as it was with BG. If your take is bad, we will challenge you on it and make you look dumb. But uh, we are uh, welcoming the challenge. So I think that's all we have for tonight, boys. Have a lovely night. Peace. Have a lovely evening. And, uh... Make sure. Remember, always stay intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>